welcome to my collaborative team's Collaborates. It's a live series of 10 to 15 minute video conversations on Facebook and YouTube. They're live or you can watch them at your leisure starting at one o'clock every Wednesday. The goal of the new Collaborate Live is to give you an opportunity for digestible content for both professionals and the public on a variety of topics relating to collaborative. Our Collaborate Live episode consists of a variety of topics driven by our followers and our members. Topics range from ethical considerations, best practices, problem solving, marketing, specialized topics relating to collaborative, practice calls, tools, and so much more. Whether you join us live or watch in your free time, you can count on our weekly Collaborates Live to provide you with digestible, thought-provoking conversation and educational topics to help you in your collaborative process. Today, I'm very excited to welcome Jacinta Gallant as our guest for our Collaborates Live. Jacinta is a respected Canadian collaborative lawyer, conflict trainer, and innovator. She's recognized internationally for her insightful and experiential approach to teaching and managing conflict. Jacinta believes that collaborative practice should be the number one choice for separating families. Her innovative Our Family in Two Homes resource helps prepare our clients to engage deeply and productively so we can really deliver on the promise of collaborative practice. Welcome, Jacinta. Thank you, Rebecca. Jacinta, I'm very fortunate to have your workbooks and to utilize them. And I'd like you to share with us a little bit about how the workbook and what you do to prepare clients for the collaborative process. Sure, um, it might help if I start with why I even came up with the idea. Terrific. Um, yeah, um, so as you said in, in the very gracious introduction, I am a trainer and I, I've been lucky enough to be asked by member, members of our collaborative community around the world to give training about you know, how to use our collaborative skills more effectively with clients. And a few years ago, I found myself struggling with a few of my own cases. I really was feeling that moment of, I really wish I was the mediator, or I really wish the other lawyer would smarten up, or I really wish I could just, you know, and I found myself wondering what was the difference? Because we've all had collaborative team cases where we're like, yay, even with the hard, hard cases, but a great team. I had a couple of cases with hard cases and a, and a hard team, I, I, I'll be honest, which made me reflect on what was the difference? Is it all about the professionals? You know, it's so easy when things aren't going well, we take responsibility ourselves, we think that we suck or that we've done something wrong. And so I asked my clients, what did you like about your experience working with me? What were the challenges? What do you think I could have done to help you be more prepared? And the feedback I got was they really did value their time with me that went beyond facts and figures and law. They really did enjoy that human interaction that I love to have with clients. And I know most of our collaborative community is looking for that kind of a relationship. They didn't always like our collaborative process when they showed up to a meeting and their spouse was not very well prepared. Like that they did all this preparation with me and with the team to be ready for the meeting. But the other spouse was showing up like not prepared. And it was almost as if the lawyer hadn't spent any time preparing for the meeting. And so 
I know that when I tell this story to, to all of us in our community, this has happened on occasion or more frequently than we'd like. Sure. I decided to create a tool that would help in, in initially help my clients be prepared for their interactions with me and with the rest of the team. So I created a workbook and it's fabulous. <laughs> is the workbook more useful for the professionals or is it more useful for the public? Well, what's interesting is the way that I use the workbook with my clients is the same way that we're now um, licensing the workbooks for use by collaborative lawyers. And that is that the workbook itself is for the client. Like it helps the client prepare for their work with us. And it helps us ask more curious and productive questions about what the clients might need, not only from one another, but even for themselves. Um, interestingly, we I just came upstairs from a meeting with a client who initially didn't know if the workbook was going to help her. Two weeks later, she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you asked me to do this work because it really, um, it really helped me be more discerning about the decisions I'm going to make. So that's the workbook is for the clients, but the, the clients receive the workbook from their collaborative lawyer for their work with the collaborative team. So let me ask you this. I have the good fortune as well of taking an insight course with you, which we're doing right now. You're a very insightful collaborative attorney. You're very curious in your conversations with people. How do you know that the attorney who's also working with the workbook will show that same insight and curiosity? Very good question, Rebecca. It's so hard for us to be curious when we've seen this story play out over years or decades of practice. And so what I've learned from our colleagues, so now we have, I think, 75 collaborative lawyers, including, and then some additional coaches and financial professionals who are working with the workbook, to who can validate what I'm saying. And so as a trainer, I'll often spend time helping our community learn how to be more curious, but also productive. So we're not just sitting in wonder. And what I can honestly say is if, if a lawyer, I'm speaking just of lawyers right now, if a lawyer is, is working with a client who has the workbook, you can almost just ask the questions that are in there. It's, it's a primer for a deeper conversation. It's a primer for a meaningful engagement. And the clients don't think that the time they spend with me as their lawyer is only to be spent on facts, figures, and law. They get that there's this whole part of who they are and what their pattern is with their partner that both raises obstacles to reaching agreement and having a long-term um, effective co-parenting relationship. So there's obstacles, but this helps them understand what their contribution to those obstacles is without us bossing them around and telling them. I want to say one more thing. It leaves room for the mental health professional to totally do his I, own. I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. How does the mental health professional, the facilitator or coach, and the financial neutral utilize the workbook in the process? So what, what we do is, is, so my company is Innovation for Lawyers, and I'm a lawyer. I created this resource to help lawyers do better work with clients, starting with me, because I, I want to say clearly, I never set out for this to be an export product. I just did it for me. I wanted a better experience working with my clients. And so the, the mental health professionals that have been working on collaborative team cases say the same thing. The clients are more prepared for the deeper conversations that they need to have with their collaborative professionals and with their partner. 
because the workbook prepares them not just with information. In fact, of the 40 some pages, there's very little that's just information. It's all eliciting um, self-reflection, asking people to do the work of thinking about trust, communication patterns, conflict styles. So this is work that our coaches are, and neutral facilitators, they do already. And so what's lovely is they don't really need the same training that the collaborative lawyers or the financial professionals will need because it's already their day job. Like they know how to, how to work with people in a curious and uh, insightful way. But what they say is that because the clients receive the workbook from their lawyers, it is a clear message that these conversations matter and it helps them get deeper faster. And so that it enhances their work for what they already know how to do. When we go into the collaborative process, there's a lot of homework and tasks to be yeah. carried out by the clients. How do we encourage a more reluctant husband or wife to get involved with the workbook when they already feel like they've got the weight of a number of tasks and homework projects to engage in? That is an excellent question. So first, I just want to share my experience. Um, so what I see with our clients is they go from task orientation and feeling overwhelmed with, with lists and information to gather and things that the financial professional wants, things that the lawyer wants. And for some people, that feels like a comfortable distraction. For others, it feels overwhelming. And so our task in the first engagement with the client using the workbook is please do the first 13 pages. You don't have to do any more than that. And those 13 pages are all self-discovery. So what I don't get is resistance. I, all I can say is what I don't get is resistance. What I get is the next time I meet the client, appreciation, a sense that I respected them, that they needed to get some of their mindset together before really making decisions, and they feel respected. So because the first 13 pages now, when at the webinar, I'm gonna show more how it rolls out, but the first 13 pages are self-reflection about values, um, trust, communication patterns, conflict style. And then we get into questions around um, what your pattern is, you know? If you've got a certain way of being in the world, how does that show up when you're in disagreement with your partner? And so what I've never seen happen is a client come back after doing the first 13 pages and say, well, that was irrelevant because it's absolutely relevant to this moment in their time. I often think about um, people who buy self-help books when they're not in a crisis. They often stay on the shelf. Right. People who have a tool that is absolutely relevant to the decisions that they need to make and that's helping them engage more effectively and efficiently with you, me, the coach, the financial professional, they get it. And so one thing that I've started recommending to our community, the people, the, the collaborative professionals using the workbooks, is almost don't make it a choice. And I don't mean that to be stealing choice from clients, but I basically say, this is how I work. If you work with me using this workbook, you're gonna be way more prepared for the conversations that we need to have. You're gonna have at your fingertips some answers to the questions that you might wake up wondering in the middle of the night. And if we're in a meeting and we're explaining something that's of a legal uh, nature and you're sort of like checked out emotionally, 
I'm going to be able to easily guide you to say it's between pages 24 and 27 of the workbook. Just read it tonight and then let's chat about it tomorrow. So it's reinforcing two things. One, we have a human desire for self-discovery. And insight taught me that. So all the questions that are in the workbook are based on my understanding of what curiosity does to people. It calms us. It makes us feel more satisfaction and less tense. And so the workbook is full of curious questions that enhance our ability to reflect on who we are and what our pattern is with our partner. The other piece is it reinforces learning. And so where we, if you think about the legal um, context, where we have an obligation to explain the law and also help, help apply it and make sure clients are making decisions with full knowledge of the legal implications and rights and entitlements, the workbook explains the law in a very accessible way without all the details that we'll then also have to add. But it's a, it has a calming effect because they can go back to the workbook and it's right there. Oh, when we use that term, parental responsibility for decision-making, that's what that means. Or, oh, the word custody is really scary. But when I read it in the workbook, it explains that that's just the legal term for it, that we're really working on a parenting arrangement. And, and one last question because we're unfortunately running out of time, but we have a March 4th, one o'clock, excuse me, March 4th, 12 noon, Eastern Standard Time, one hour webinar coming up with you, Jacinta. If you could quickly tell us what that one hour webinar will give us that we weren't able to cover today. Yeah, I kind of talked nonstop. Wait, and then okay. see the workbook. You'll see the workbook. You'll hear from people who were using it so that you can understand it's not just me. And uh, we'll talk about why self-reflection and self-discovery helps our clients be more prepared to work with us. And one last question. Is the workbook geared towards the laws of each state that yes. you distribute the book? And country. We've now um, customized the workbook for 16 states, nine provinces, six countries, I think, and five languages. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited about your March 4th, 12 noon webinar. And Jacinta, it's always a delight to be able to spend time with you. <laughs> Even though I talk nonstop. Thank you, Becky. No, you make it easy. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for joining us at Collaborate Live. Thanks, my collaborative team. You guys are doing great work. Thank you.